Hi, I'm Jason. When I was 10 years old, I went to summer camp and it changed my life. I returned year after year as a camper, then a counselor, and after a brief stop along the way, I decided to make it my life's work. Now I'm the owner and director of Camp Menominee. I wanted to tell the whole world about the amazing things that go on at camp, so I started a podcast about it. During the summer, I record a new episode with campers and counselors every night to share stories from a great day at camp. In our off-season, I take the pod on the road and talk to people all over the world about their camp experience. I want to shine a light on all the outstanding work being done in the overall camp community and share what it means to be a part of the Menominee family. This is the CampCast from Camp Menominee. Hello and welcome to the CampCast Season 3. This is Jason Falgerber and I'm so excited to be back with the next season of the podcast. And I hope you like the new intro. We had a great time shooting it. Um, We have a really great episode for you to start this season. On today's pod, I'm joined by camp mom and media extraordinaire, Melissa Plaskoff. Um, The first half of the episode, Melissa takes the wheel and interviews me to help new families get to know camp's owner, and director. Then we flip the script and I get to ask her to share some of her first year family tips and tricks so that first year families can feel like insiders before the summer starts. Melissa son Parker came to camp for the first time this year and she just wanted to provide some advice and some little tips and ways that you could feel like members of the Menominee family leading into your first summer. Um, And it's going to be great. We had a really fun time. We recorded at Melissa's Studios uh, on Air Media in Dallas, Texas. Uh, It was was a really great experience. Um, And I hope you really like the episode. So that's enough of me. Here's my conversation with Melissa. But first, as always, Miles Provis. So we're here in your studio. We're here in Dallas, Texas. We're in Dallas, Texas on our media studio. This is really great. Like I haven't like had a chance to like actually like thank you, tell you how awesome this has been. And I know we're putting the cart before the horse because no one knows who you are, what we're doing. And they they may not think this is awesome after they hear this. (laughs) So (laughs) This might be all self-serving for you and I. I'll take Um, it. Okay. So we're in Dallas, Texas. You're Melissa Plaskoff. Yes. Um, Tell tell our listeners out there who you are, what we're doing here. I'll I'll introduce oh. that, but I, I want to introduce you first. Okay, um, so I'm Melissa Plaskoff. I'm the parent of Parker Plaskoff, first year camper last year. First and foremost, you're a parent. I'm of a one parent. of our campers. Yes, I've, that's I guess that is the most important piece. Um, but yeah, Parker. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Parker was new to camp last year, but I also um, am the co- am the co-founder of On Air Media. We are in Dallas and we are a turnkey, full service podcast and broadcast studio. We help people create content, uh, distribute the content, monetize the content. Uh, we really have a good time. Every day is totally different here from what you've seen. We've had- Yeah, this has been, this is so cool. <laughs> a lot of different people in and out of the studio, but it's great because I think in the world that we're in now with uh, media changing quickly, we do provide some- really fun digital services. And we're sitting here like in this really official studio. We have a producer. We do. Um, 
we're we're sitting in front of this giant green screen. Um, we have professional lighting above us. Right, it's we have monitors. Yeah. We have lighting on the ground and up on the ceiling. We the studio is soundproofed and acoustically sound. Two different things. It's uh, specced by the chief engineer at iHeartRadio. So we're kind of legit. You know, <laughs> right? this is slightly different than our, our normal let's record in the megaphone office while canteen's going on and you could hear the announcements and everything going on but and I, people yelling for their Milky Ways and yeah. But I think there's, okay, but there's a difference and you are setting the sure. tone obviously at camp and you're communicating what's going on at camp. So now I'm learning that there's a podcast, um, but- We won't go there. We're not going to go there that I didn't check my 500 emails, but yeah, I think that for the people that come into us- on site, they're looking for a crisp studio feel and sound. And we do have the uh, capability to go on site, which obviously audio is captured differently. But I think with what you're doing, you're doing a great job and you are kind of on the forefront. Everyone who walks in here and says, wait a minute, he's from a camp and they're doing a podcast. They can't believe it. So it's really big steps. You're way ahead. I feel like Thank of your you. competitor. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I, well, I love my job and I love working with kids, but when I'm at camp, like you might ask me this in a second, but one of my favorite things at camp is to grab a couple kids and just talk about our day and record it and put it out there because it's genuine and it's honest and it's not overproduced and you're not editing a video together. It's just two people talking. Right. And I think it's funny because with my kids, you know, going to work with mom is very different than, you know, some jobs with, we'll turn on a microphone and do you want, you know, donuts, unicorns, or clouds for your green screen background? I'm going to put on the troll soundtrack. Right. I'll be back in an hour. I feel like their class videos are going to be. The Parker's actually his nice. last class video, his Spanish video that he produced. It's almost cheating. It was amazing, and I, I said, "You edited that? Wow!" But yeah, I think it's, but it's different with kids these days. And I don't want to say kids these days because I am kind of an older parent, but um, they are obviously very attached to technology. So Those you, are very good at it. Yeah, they're really good at it. Yeah. So if you can find a way to connect with your kid and have a conversation and the microphone happens to be on, this is a way that they're going to talk. For and sure. that's why I think that you're getting really good content and you're having great conversations because they think the microphones are really cool. They want to talk to you because they see headphones, they see other fun, fancy right. things. If you were to try to have that same conversation at the picnic table outside, I can guarantee you, you're not going to get that same information. No, probably not. Sometimes with the boys, it depends, but usually no. And they like coming in there and like, it takes them a few minutes to get comfortable, just like it's taken me a few to get comfortable in the studio right now. Um, but let's dive into like what we're doing, what our yeah. goals are. So I, I thought it would be fun with you visiting here to kind of flip the script okay? because you're typically leading the show. You're in charge and you're asking all the questions and controlling the conversation. So I think it would be fun. Listen, we're new. We're the only family that came to camp last year from Texas. True. So I think if there are other families that may, there may be families that know you very well. There may be some that don't, but it could be kind of fun to just learn a little bit more. I'm, I'm, Excited and nervous. Oh, it's gosh. easy to be no, on listen, this side I, of the mic. Well, I, I ended up taking some of my questions off when, you know, we realized we've got to just remember who our audience is and it could be, you know, children could be listening. Oh, you, oh, okay. I, know, I mean, you know, you never know. I, I, you, we, what were we just talking about down the hall? I, am I the, one of the weirdest people you've ever met? And you said, kind of, but I like it. I, I'm a little strange. I'm not sure I said kind of. I think you just heard. I don't think I answered. I think oh, you I just, see. I think I, most of that conversation was with you. Oh, I was head. having my own conversation. But you are, I appreciate you're wearing a Menominee shirt today. I'm not, I'm in a green shirt, but I'm not wearing Yeah, I, okay, so yeah, so to, so people, I always, 
it's so funny. So typically a lot of the shows that we do here at On Air Media are vodcasts, which are video podcasts. And I'm forgetting that you guys aren't seeing me. When I had my podcast a million years ago, um, it was audio only. So yeah, I have to describe everything in the room and I need to remember that. But yes, this morning I ran upstairs and I said, Parker, I need a Camp Menominee t-shirt. And he said, where did you find that one? And it had his name on the back of it. And he was so excited. And I said, I don't know. It was in your closet. He would not let me wear, which I guess is the jersey. Yeah, it's the competition competition shirt, shirt right. which is like a bright green. So I wore. You're wearing the the that's our color, like the dark green Menominee swoosh sailboat logo on the arm. Like that is that's the one. Okay, so it's like ten times too ten sizes too small, but we're just gonna go with it. But I needed to sport the shirt if I was gonna be talking about this. I, I felt like it was. I love it. And then obviously the rule here is no green in front of the green screen. But I'm wearing a green shirt. And I almost got in trouble, but we're not so doing video. So there you go. Well, and Ziggy's, Z the, our producer Ziggy is laughing because the first thing he said to me this morning was, seriously, that's what you're wearing today? So <laughs> so you're going to help parents get to know me and then yes. I'm going to flip it and I'm going to grill you on things oh, that you would have liked to know as a first year. Like now that you're inside, right. we want to help first year parents get parents get inside before yeah. the first summer happens. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So- of course, I had to do my research, and I'm a total dork. And I think it's interesting that you went to Camp Menominee. I did. Okay, at starting at what age? 10 years old. Okay, how many years? I went 12 straight years. 12? Well, I missed one. I skipped one year to work at a law firm because I thought I might be a lawyer at some point, but that didn't work Okay, out. so you left camp to go to work at a law firm, and then you came back to camp. Yep. And while you were at camp, when you were a first-year camper, yeah. did you go with anyone that you knew? Not really. There were, there were a couple of boys that we were family friends. So you were in the Staples parking lot getting on the bus? North Park. Court. Where? It's a different shopping mall. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I got on the bus. Um, so I got recruited. My two best friends were going to, to another camp. And I got recruited. Like we did the whole thing. We had four or five camps come over. They did their presentations. They sat in our living room. Everything happened. Um, my two best friends are going to another camp. One had already gone for a year. So the other one signed up and they were kind of just assumed I would go with them. And my small fry basketball coach, a uh, guy named H, shout out to H, was the assistant director, was one of the directors of Menominee. And he came over and did the presentation. And I don't know, I just really connected. And so when you told your parents, this is the camp I want to go to, no one else is going, yeah, maybe some kids that we know, but my two great friends are going to this other yeah. camp. What did they say? They were on, my parents are amazing. They, they're on, they were totally on board. Every, the two most important decisions in my life, where to go to camp and where to go to college, they let me decide a hundred percent. And I think I nailed them both. Okay. So what do you, okay. So on that, what do you say to parents that are thinking, you're, they're they're going to force their kids to go to sleepaway camp. The kid's not ready and they make it happen. Um, are we saying, well, there's a couple different things. It all depends on the kid. I think every camper needs to go to sleepaway camp. I think there are benefits that I could talk about for 15 hours. Right. If we keep doing this podcast until one of us falls asleep. But do you think it should be a mutual yes, decision? I think, I think the camper needs to be ready. I think that if you send a kid to camp for four weeks and he's not ready at the beginning, he ultimately it's going to be fine and camp will be great because I know what we do at camp. Um, but I, I think the camper needs to be ready okay. to go to camp. Okay. So you go to camp your first year, you make some great friends yes. immediately. Yes. Okay. So where was your closest friend from? What city? Um, do you remember? Northbrook. 
and which is another suburb of Chicago. But then a year or two later, uh, another camper came from California. Okay. And those are my two best camp friends. And I was the uh, Steve is the one from California. Brian's from Northbrook. I stood up in Brian's wedding in the last couple of years. I was the best man in Steve's wedding. So you're still connected. Those are my, yeah, those are my guys. Yeah. That's awesome. And my brother went to camp. So my younger brother went to camp two years after me. He went for 12 years. And so now we have a really close group of friends a few years younger, a few years older that we play, we still play softball with. We do a winter weekend up at camp every year and go snowmobiling. We come back to alumni camp. Um, they still come. I, I was a camper before I bought it. And yeah, we're all really connected. It's, it's pretty great. And so you feel like you have these connections with these guys that if you I needed never any, known no, but I mean yeah. that, but if you needed anything. Oh, anything. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's there's a, I mean, we might have to add this out. I don't know how appropriate this is, but there's a, in Steve's wedding speech, I used the, like, he's my move a body friend. Like if I was ever in a position like that, oh, you don't TV have to show, explain right. that. We're in Texas. Okay. We're yeah. good. I got so it. If I ever, yeah. There, there are, yeah. Camp I mean, people, like we talk about that here a lot, but I feel like, I feel like camp people, camp people are those people, right? Right. Like, no. If, right. Yeah. Right. So Ziggy, we don't need to go to camp. We got each other. Yeah, there you uh, go. No, but yeah, no, I think that you're right. I think that um, it's, from what I've heard, I kind of bounced around at different camps, but my friends that have, that went to the same camp for a million years, now their kids are going to that camp. They have these connections and relationships. I mean, I'm friends with their friends from camp because right. they were like family. Yeah. Okay. And that's what happened growing up is I would meet people from different high schools and all over the place because my camp friends introduced me. Right. And it's also the... It's the fraternity vibe also of if you've never met someone and then you meet them and you find out that they went. So here's a, a college story for you. I, and a Menominee story. My sophomore year, we came to Dallas for the, the holidays and I was staying with my friend Rob at his house and I wore a Menominee shirt to sleep and I walk into the kitchen and I'm wearing the Menominee shirt and his dad looks at me and goes, wait, can Menominee? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I went there growing up. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So you're my best friend's dad from Dallas that I've never met before. And you went to our camp, let's play the geography and yeah. Cut to us singing Menominee songs oh, like that's... in Austin together, like on parents weekends. Yeah. It's just a, uh, you're connected with everyone from the Menominee community forever. Okay. So you go to camp and then you ended up at the university of Texas in Austin yes. in Texas, yes. right? For college. Yeah. It was phenomenal random though, right? That you're in tech, that you were at Texas. I knew some people that had gone and loved it. And so I came down and visited and fell. It, it's, I mean, if you've ever been to Austin, yeah. yeah. Austin's amazing. Right. I, I ended up graduating from UT in Austin and it's, it was fabulous. my three favorite places in the world. Eagle river, Austin, Texas, Chicago. That's, that's the list. <laughs> Austin's amazing. Okay. So you graduate with a degree in accounting. Mm -hmm. Master's yeah. degree. Master's in accounting. In accounting. Yeah. And but before that, to yeah. my 12 years of camp, I was a camper, then a CIT, counselor in training, then a counselor, and then one of the associate directors. In my so you were an associate director yeah, during a, college? Yeah. Okay. So so you would go in the summer back? The old, yeah. The older campers that would, he would help run the program. We each have different responsibilities. Okay, but but I basically did everything at camp that I could. So were you, did you know, were you like in the back of your mind thinking, I'm going to steal, not steal, but I'm going to get <laughs> all of this information and get Intel so I can later purchase the camp and kind of know. No, I didn't have any sort of clandestine operation going when I was a camper. So you were counselor. like really in the moment? <laughs> well, no, I knew 
I knew I wanted to be in camping. Like I had it in the back of my mind. My mom, when I was in college studying accounting, my mom kept calling me and saying like, you don't like your classes. Why don't you move to education? You want to work with kids. You keep saying you want to be in camping. Like, why don't you just do it? And I didn't like, I'm happy I did. But okay, the so why didn't you? I don't know. I, cause your mom would have supported you. Cause that's how my brain worked. I, I was good with numbers. Like I understood the accounting stuff, business side. I wanted to do that. And I figured I would run my own business at some point. So I needed that background. Okay. Um, so when did you start? I mean, just random question. So as you're, you're going to school, you're spending your summers at camp, you're graduating. At what point do you say, okay, I've got this master plan and I know you're acting like you didn't, but you kind of had to, no, if you're I a planner did. and yeah, you had yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure you had some sort of chart with numbers. That's not my strength. That was like, okay, projections and things. When did you start saving and saying, thinking to yourself, I'm not going to buy any camp. I'm buying that camp. Um, so the best piece of advice, the way that I knew I really want, I always kind of knew I wanted to be camping, but when I first was getting into it, like when I was ready to leave my accounting job, I called my friend, Andy, who had just a few years ago bought his childhood camp. And I basically said, how do I, what do I, like lead me on your path? And the first thing he asked me was, okay, the odds are you're not going to buy Menominee. Like, so will you move anywhere and do anything to work with kids and buy camp? Like if I tell you that there's this great camp in the middle of Wyoming or Utah, are you going to go there tomorrow and work with these kids and be in camping? And without hesitation, I said, yes. And that was the, that was kind of the test for me. It was okay. Menominee had a really huge impact on my life. I know camping is really important and I want to do that. And I realized realistically that maybe the timing won't be right or like the owner might not want to move on. And I have no idea how I'm going to get to my path in camping, but I want to do it. And okay. I want to so fast forward, um, what happened? So I went to work at a camp out East, shout out to Rich and Steph at Camp Lennox. They are fantastic and Barry Bergen. Are they wondering why you out haven't there. purchased them? No, no, okay, no. Okay. Lennox has been in their family since the fifties. So that's staying there. Yeah. It's okay. a great camp in the Northeast. And so I moved to Florida. I worked out of their house. I learned the business. They, they were great. And I really enjoyed my time there. And then after a couple of years, I was ready to start looking. I'm like, okay, I, I've learned a lot, but I want to do this now. And so I called Steve, the owner of Menominee, and I just kind of said, I want to get into this and I want to start looking. Is this something you'd be interested in talking about? And he was open enough to it where we started the conversation. So how I, long? Okay. So from your first conversation to purchase? Five, four or five months. That's quick. Is it? I, would, I don't think yeah, so. You, to buy a business? It was not quick. Four or five months? It had yeah. to be longer. No. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But he he knew in his mind what he wanted. You had your... Yeah. I don't want to speak for him at no, no, all. No, no, I, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. but I think that you had your mindset that this is going to happen. We're going to make it happen. Uh -huh. It happened. Yeah. And next thing you know, he hands over the keys or the lock or the gate code or whatever. There's just <laughs> one very small key. That's it. And is that the key? That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. So during the year... You live- It's actually a ball and cup. It's a, okay. It's a camp thing. Okay. I um, really know what that is. No, I know. See, that's exactly it. Sorry. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to talk about all this inside baseball business. I know. I can't wait. Because it's not very fair. I don't know what ball and cup is, Ziggy. <laughs> do we know what that is or do we need to Google? No, we're good. Okay. So, um, okay. So during the year, you live in Chicago. I live in Chicago. Okay. And then when do you move to camp? May. Do you have a special place at camp? Like, is your room fancy? I have a house. 
So you have your own house. Yeah. So Steve built a house um, after owning it for three or four years, and I bought that house along with camp. Okay. So now I'm getting confused. So can't, the house didn't house come with- House is on grounds. But the house didn't come with the camp. It did. Like I bought it all. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So it's not like it's two separate. It was all included. Yeah. Okay. How many bedrooms? I mean, we got to get the visual here. Um, it's five. You're alone in a five bedroom home? Well, people visit all the time. It's almost a hotel during the summer. It's, okay. My parents come stay there. Friends come stay there. It's a, no, it's a fantastic house. It's okay, really Okay. So you have great. a five bedroom house and then everyone else is in cabins. Yes. Do you're you making me seem like I'm like the king in the ivory tower. You are the king. I'm never in the house though. No, I, I know you're I'm not. out of, Okay, yeah. so do you- Stop me. I, I need to be a man of the people. You are. Where do you shower? In my house. Okay. So- <laughs> No, I, okay. I put on a towel and I walk do to, you, the, no, do to you get, house. Right. Do you get to- Okay, so forget all that. Activities. Because I know we have a lot to get to. When Parker- um, saw the camp video. So he said he had gone to a different camp. Mm-hmm. And again, Parker is my son. I know you know that for anyone listening. Um, he saw the video and he read the entire website Great. and said, this is my camp. And I was like, Parker, don't you want to like have a phone call with them? Are you? He was sold. He literally, that video on that website is yeah. so good. So we did that the first year. Really, really great. And yeah. he was sold and he, that was it. And I'm like, how in the world are you going to play golf and baseball and be in the water and go into town? And then you get to go on a river trip and all of these things happen. Right. And he was only there for four weeks. Right. So out of not just those, but out of all of these wonderful camp activities, you have to have a favorite. Oh, I don't, I don't have, when I do home visits, and I talk to families and we like go through everything at camp. They, <laughs> I laugh at myself because I find myself saying one of my favorite things at camp is, and I say that like 17 different times because I love it all. Um, the favorite thing, my favorite thing is kind of the traditions at camp. So our green and white, I, we have, a, it's the relay. See, now I'm, I'm talking to myself. Oh, anyway. okay. Is that, is that with like, uh. Oh, that's another question for you. Okay, the relay. So the green and white, there was stuff going on like this liquid. The squirt bottles? We just do a lot of games with squirt bottles where like you're wearing white shirts and the way you get out is you get squirted. But the relay is a three hour long start to finish pretty much every activity in camp. It's green versus white. They have a sock and it goes event to event and you have to do your event and then you hand the sock off and it, everything from crawling to making a bed to canoeing to rowing uh, to climbing the wall to playing a golf hole to carrying a potato on the spoon to playing paddle ball to tether ball to tennis to archery to um, two guys changing clothes to sweatshirt relay. It's just a whole- So fun. And then it ends with a- uh, people build a fire and it boils over one. water. Uh-huh. Um, we don't do a rope burn, but we do the water boil. And then the whole team lines up from the waterfront to the flagpole up this giant hill and they toss a water balloon up the hill and you can't hand it. You have to toss it. And then the first team to smash it on the pole wins the relay. How, so it's three hours? Yeah. It's so cool. Do you come up with every activity? It's been, we add on if we add activities, like it, it has morphed over time, but it's been around for 50 years. So like, you kept a lot of the traditions the same, most, even the, I yeah. mean, most. So even with the purchase, you're not like, well, no, I'm no, going to no. do a full facelift and we're going to no. now be. Menominee is Menominee. At, at the core, the programs are us. I just, I made it in line with my personality and my leadership style. And um, yeah, that's, those are really where the changes came in. It wasn't, I added some stuff that I really loved from Lennox and uh, put in some 
like aggressive goal setting and some programming stuff and some really individual, uh, individualized programs with the kids. But other than that, the skeleton is the same. Yeah. But, and I think you're doing things that are on the cusp, like Like having your media center is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of camps will say, oh yeah, we have a media center and we have, you know, and then you kind of start to dig around and look and it's like, "Mm, not really. But I mean, the fact that you have a podcast and you have kids participating, you have kids helping with a newsletter, you're offering opportunities for kids that may not be the kid that's going to go play on the baseball team. You have activities. I don't want to say for everyone, but and it's not like you're going to say close. we're going to we're here to make everyone happy but you have such a huge selection that there's really no excuse for not falling in love with camp. Right. Um I'm not even going to add to that. You're not going to even perfect. add. It's yeah. per- right. So what do you think is like the secret sauce of camp of Menominee? Oh my gosh. Cuz I googled what does Menominee mean? How much time do you The secret and it sauce was, the yeah. secret sauce is is the way. It's we have a philosophy at camp called the Menominee Way. Six principles, heart, attitude, spirit, leadership, determination, and sportsmanship. And we train our staff to understand that every decision that they make and everything that they do with their kids, you need to be thinking about how that affects the camper's ability to understand, learn, and grow in the context of the Menominee Way. And so every week we will pick a trait and we'll highlight one. And we will look for and honor five or six kids out of 190 at camp that have gone above and beyond and should be recognized for that. Because we want to make sure that our kids understand that while they're doing every activity and sure, while you're playing the game, maybe you feel like winning is the most important thing. But for us, there's stuff way, way deeper. And if you want to grow from the Menominee boy to the Menominee man, that is the most important thing for us. You need to follow the Menominee way. And that's a secret sauce. And so if we're, if we're always taking a step back to think about, okay, even at the most minute thing with, with the staff. So if you are late to an activity, as an instructor and your kids don't get the chance to do a certain drill, then maybe they didn't actually have time to develop a skill or connect with an activity. And maybe they were out there for the first time. And if they were out there for the first time and didn't love it, they're never going to come back again when you showing up on time and running a full period could mean that they love that activity for life. And it is a huge stretch. Like that is the like crazy scenario, but that's real. Like those small moments, the only reason I know how to shoot archery is because when I got off the bus when I was 10, um, there was a counselor, Mark Smith, and he was this huge, awesome, funny, goofy guy. And I gravitated right towards him and I followed him around and I found out he was teaching archery. So I signed up for archery. I had no desire to do archery. I told my mom, I only want to play sports. I'm scared of the water, don't love heights, don't want to do archery or rifle, but I did it because Mark was there. And Mark knew exactly how to be as a counselor. And that's why. That's so cool. What do you think about uh, single sex camps? I mean, so you, it's all boys. Yes. So, and, and again, as we looked for the right fit for our son, he was coming from a co-ed camp. And I said to him, you know, Parker, this camp, just so you know, it's all boys. How do you feel about that? And he was like, let's go. And I was thinking, okay, like, I guess there's no hormones. I don't know. But because I, I never went to a single sex camp, but I'm guessing there's some So I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug the podcast because in the next few weeks, um, we'll be having an episode come out where I sit down for a half an hour with, uh, Sari and Cliff from Chippewa, the girls camp. And all we do is talk about the benefits of a single gender camp. Okay, so good. No, I can't I wait to plug listen. That. Yeah. The, the short answer for me is 
the the summary of that is stress free, roll out of bed, no one judging you in that way. You spend your whole year feeling social pressures and you don't feel it at camp. And the biggest thing for me is the staff. Because when you have, no matter how big your camp is, if you have 50 to 150, 18 to 25 year old guys and girls in one place at the same time, there is no, like no matter how hard they try, they are going to be partially focused on each other, if not hundred percent focused on each other rather than the kids. And I know that our staff at boys camp at Menominee are there for the kids and their time off is their time off. But when they're on grounds, they're not worried about what the girls counselors are doing. They are worried about our kids. And that for me is the biggest difference. No, that's it. I would never thought of it that way. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, that's so fascinating. Do you, are you involved with all the hires? Yeah. So our assistant director, Jeff Toombs does most of the initial staff recruiting. He'll do first round interviews. We, we record our interviews, so we'll share it and I'll listen and then I'll do a follow up and everything we need to do. Okay. So what, what's next? What's happening this next summer that will be different at camp? Um, I don't know about next summer, but we are now planning some pretty major capital improvements to camp. We're looking into um, and getting bids on a semi, well, an indoor facility. It's not like insulated or anything, but covered basketball court, uh, weight room, wrestling room for our kids for rainy days and for other types of things. We're looking into shower house renovations and little cabin things like bathroom upgrades, stuff like that. I think it's so exciting. We're going to keep adding to our golf course. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, I think I couldn't believe when we were talking, I mean, can I say how old you are? Sure. Okay. 32. I mean, people can, I'm, I'm on the internet. Like it's not right. hard to, they can find you, Yeah. but you purchased the camp at 28. Yes. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, your parents, obviously when they said, okay, we're going to let you make some decisions here and they let you pick the right camp and the right path. And they've kind of let you like have your wings. Um, I, it's, I just think, my gosh, you know, I hope that my, my kids can be able to be as independent and confident and well, hopefully happy growing up in Menominee will help them do. Yeah. That. But I mean, I think more than anything, just happy, you know, and being in love with whatever the path they right. choose is, is their path. I don't, I could care less what they do as long as they love it. Well, you clearly it. love what you do. I mean, this is, <laughs> yes, I know. I do love it. I do love it. Well, it's you, constant. You talk about your business. Like I talk about mine. Like yeah, you, yeah. When people ask you about it and clearly when you're here, I've seen like 20 people come in and out of these offices. I've just been here two days and every person that comes in, you're so excited to see it and talk about what's going on here and what they're doing and everything your company's doing. And you hype up and talk up every person that comes through. So I feel like that passion is real. I think it's good. I think that, you know, it's taken a lot of prior experiences in a million different places that I've been in my life, whether it was career or personal, but you get to this point and I've definitely found my happy place. And I love hearing other people's stories and helping them kind of share and, um, get their content out. Sometimes so. it takes a while. Some people find that place. Yeah. But you were lucky. You found it early. I got, I got lucky, but yeah. Yeah. When people hear what I do, they either get really excited to talk to me or really mad at me that they don't do it also. Yeah. People that went to camp, they all want to buy a camp. Everyone like wants to buy a camp. Yeah. yeah. Like, was yeah. He, did he say he wants to buy a camp? He, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's. He probably like tried to make you an offer. Which is incredible. Well, no. <laughs> You're like, but we are having a capital campaign, right? No. Oh, you did not. You didn't try to sell him on that? 
I'm just kidding. You would you wouldn't. I can't even imagine you asking for anything. No, I I get really uncomfortable. Yeah. So how do you plan Thank on God doing that? Thank God we're not a nonprofit. I know. Um, so you got to have a really good campaign so we can raise all this money to improve the grounds. But we're just send your kids to camp. That's our version of we're not a non we're for a profit. Oh, but you said campaign. Okay. So you mean yeah, campaign. You did. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said you're having a capital campaign improvement. Did I make that up? No, we are planning capital improvement projects. Oh, so and I was It's and our you, capital. It's your capital. <laughs> yeah. I added campaign. See, part of this is listening. Um We might have to go back to Ziggy there to read it back like a court stenographer. I know, poor um, Ziggy's probably had enough of me today. Uh but no, I Is think, that enough about me yet or do it? I think we're good. Let me see. Any other questions for you? Um what does Menominee mean? Future plans, single sex camp. Oh, uh yes, we were kind of laughing about questions. Is one question that came up during our kind of pre-meeting. Um, is camp anything like meatballs? The movie. <laughs> <laughs> it can't, I feel like all camps have an element of every camp movie. It's not quite meatballs yeah. or what hot American summer. Like the, what are the, those are probably the two camp movies that stick out to me. The yeah. most heavy heavyweights is a, my generate. Do you know heavyweights? No, that's my generation. Yeah. No. Ben Stiller. Um, oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's great. I just know that my son, four days after before camp ended, after the four weeks, or before the four weeks ended, he sent us the one letter that said, I'm allowed to stay. I talked to Jason. He's approved it. So we're good, right? And it was like, yeah, he came whoa, for four whoa, weeks whoa. and was begging yeah. to stay. And me. I said, Parker, you know, in every letter was, Jason says it's great. I was like, okay, I'm going to let Jason know. You are registered for other camps in Dallas. We're going on vacation. You just thought about it for a day though. We did, but we, yeah. we did. We had a moment, but we had like a family trip planned. So next summer, Camp no, Menominee has taken you leave over. wanting more. That yeah. is literally the best case. Right. So you, get, you did a very good job. And now it looks like we may have other Dallas and Texas people wanting to look at your camp. So Stop getting so like, I know. unexcited about that. I know. but That's good for it, us. Then I could come here more. Right. You're going to be back. So we're for excited. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Are you going to, are we flipping? We're flipping because I want you to, in the last few days, I've learned <laughs> how, well, not only how little you read our emails, but right. kind of, it's one of the things that we joke about in our office is like, we try and send out a lot of communication and a lot of information in a bunch of different places, but everyone consume, consumes it in a different way. So now that you're, let's help new families. Okay become Menominee Insiders right. before camp starts. Okay. Okay. So I, you need to tell me what would have helped. Like what, yeah. start, let's start naming off things that you feel like are insider tips and yeah, tricks I mean, I, that okay. you want to share. Let's so, go we, I mean, I'm going to start with baseball pants because I've been saying it since the moment I saw pajama you. Pajama pants. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Paj okay. So there's pajama pants. I guess it's pajama to Chicago people. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. And- I mean, that, yeah. am I, do I sound funny? I probably do. Anyway, okay, so the pajama pants were in every picture, and yeah. we didn't know what was going on here. They love them. So when Parker got home, we said, you know, what's going on? There's no one. Do you guys not get dressed? You know, and he said, no, mom, we need those for baseball. If you don't have those pants, you can't slide. True. When we play, we wear pants because you have to slide. But the kids wear them. Like they'll shower and then they'll wear them at night and. When it's cold, they wear them to bed. They wear them to breakfast in the morning. So it they're is, going to bed in those pants and then they wake up and they wear them to breakfast. Well, a lot of them have a bunch of pairs, but also they're boys. But they showered right before. They have to shower every night. Okay. So yeah. No, no, I know. Okay. Well, that, okay. So that was ish. like ish. Yeah. That's, it's camp. Yeah. I mean, who brushes their teeth at camp? God, we hope so. Really? Are you, I mean, do you really do a check? I mean, our counselors have a list of things they're oh, supposed please. to do. We have water bottle washing 
teeth brushing. Like those are a part of their checklist. I mean, but okay. But I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the parent that's going to be like, I expect no teeth brushing and all of that. It's, I, I don't really care. So set your expectations low. Right. And then you can't be disappointed. Can't be disappointed. Uh, okay. So the baseball pants or the pajama pants. Um, yeah. I w- we always wondered about that squirt bottle thing. But that's not like a, so all that is when we play games at camp sometimes, like we'll split the camp into two sides for a color war or for something like this. And we do games where instead of like tagging someone to get them out, you squirt them on a white shirt. And if you get squirted, you get out. And then there's a bunch of food coloring or yeah, it's like a little food dye. Okay. Yeah. And that comes out. Okay. Because there was a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we had no idea about first. Okay. Yes. I will admit I was horrible with reading the emails, but I think it's hard when you get, we have three children, sure. A lot of different camps, a lot of email communication. And it's just like, at this point, I just want to register and move on. Which is what you did. Which is basically what I did. So I said to you, how can we help you this year? So what we're going to do is create some fun video because there are people that consume information differently. I would love to just see like a little clip and say, oh, okay, well that makes sense. Right. But other people, they want to read and read and read. I see all of that, the words, and I just like want to get in a ball in the corner because I can't handle it. So if you want to read and read and read, our website we have a parent headquarters that we're going to revamp. We have our camp newspaper, the Menominee mm-hmm. Megaphone, which you weren't sure was our camp newspaper. Yes. Okay. So there was the Megaphone and then there was Woody. So yeah. There were all these characters and so I was like, our, I didn't know if you were Woody. On our director's page, you can read about all of our directors. Woody specifically, this will be his 30th summer. See, but I know we're that now. Celebrate Woody's but, 30th. Yeah, but well, I thought we're telling, you- we're, This is what we're doing, right? Yeah, we're so they sharing, need to know that yeah. like when you see Woody's word, yeah. it's this isn't you. No, I'm not Woody. I'm Jason. Right. Woody is Woody. But what's his real name? Woody. Okay. Got it. Um, That's his radio name. Woody's been coming <laughs> to camp. This will be his 30th summer. He writes a blog every night. He's British. He's a teacher in London. He has a really great way of writing. Like He's got a really nice writing style. And so he writes every night. I do a podcast every night. And we try and post the Megaphone um, newspaper that the campers write along with the staff. See, that's so, another thing. So, And a lot of the stuff we've gone through, but yeah, I didn't realize the campers were writing this megaphone mm-hmm. and uh, paper. And I, I didn't realize that that was happening. I thought, oh my gosh, who are these other counselors and where's my kid? And then I didn't know about the podcast, which again, I understand that I didn't read. Um, right. Parents, you'll receive an email um, on the first night of camp or maybe before that, that says ways to stay connected while your camper is at camp over the summer. Your Instagram page was great. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, I I was loving the story. Yeah. YouTube page, Instagram, Facebook. We do a lot of stuff. So I think through social media, all under control. And for, again, I think people that want a quick little, how's it going? Oh, great. Saw a picture. He's alive. Moving on. Right. And, you know, for the non-helicopter parent, (laughs) which I would Kind of I think there's a new term. Category. There's a new term coming on lawnmower parent. Okay. Where they just come in and just bust it all up. Perfect. That's me. Uh, You're the opposite of that. I know. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I stay away. Yeah. I think I called once. Um, but no, I think to me, that was the only thing. And I was like, Parker, good luck. And I hope I hear from you. And here, I hope the money situation works out. Oh, I know. I think there were some questions about um, town and money town money, and then also waiting in line at canteen. So apparently in order, you stand in line based on the order in which you register for camp. So yeah, so So each night we have have snack time called canteen. When you sign up, like 
they they stand by number, so it's not a free-for-all at Canteen, and you get a number based on when you signed up. So one of our incentives for signing up early is that you get a high Canteen number. So how did we do this year? Because Parker was I think all you're pretty me. good. Are we okay? You signed up that first day, right? I, yes. Yeah. I mean, I know we did. Yeah, you'll be just... in the top 50. 50? Well, there's a lot. You've there's... been here for the last two days. What? <laughs> I need a better number. No, I'm just kidding. I, hey, top, no. 50, top 50 could mean- That's all I get. <laughs> make me an offer. Top 50 could be top 10. Yeah, like, no, I I'm know. just giving. I, I, listen, Parker, I was like, well, Parker, what number were you? And he was like, uh, oh, 180. Was I mean, it was because we but registered. It was, was 180 at like 270 something. Yeah, we so were, was, uh, or maybe it was 270. I don't know. We we were late to the game. Mm -hmm. and uh, But you were great helping us get all, I mean, you always, it's it's so interesting. You've got 270 campers and is that right? No, uh, throughout the whole, okay. yeah. So you've got. We max out at like 190. Okay. But you've got all these crazy parents. I mean, great parents you have to deal with. We have phenomenal parents. Amazing parents. Um, but you made us feel like we were the only family when you were talking to us. You didn't, we didn't feel rushed. You kind of were like, no big deal. Make your decision. Do you need another conversation? I mean, Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it's almost to my detriment. I'm a horrible, I could talk about camp. I love talking about camp and I can like sell camp, but I'm a horrible like salesman. Like closing the deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I was just like, gosh, we'll just go ahead and sign up. We're good. Great. <laughs> you know? But no, you really, but I think that, listen, I appreciate that. Just like if I have someone come in here and talk to me, I'm like, listen, it's up to you. There's a lot of places. We're different because of this. Right. And if we're a match, great. And they, I think each camper needs to find the right camp for them. Yeah. But I think that um, you're doing a really good job. And I Thanks. know that- Parker cannot wait to get back in there and uh, get back to camp for eight any, weeks. Any final, like, parents, new parents, send okay, shower I would say, sandals, yeah. read the stuff. Like, what? Read the stuff. I think the no care package rule, um, I'm a total dork nerd. I am, if they say no care packages, I don't send a care package. But then I know that some people break rules. Um, no food. So save your money and, or go eat the candy bar yourself. Um, what else? I don't know. Write letters and don't get upset if you don't get a letter from your kid. He's probably having an awesome time and don't give them a hard time about that. I think that you got to let that piece go. I do. I Some think, parents pay. Uh, yeah. We did that with one year. Did you? <laughs> well, we did a dollar for every smile. So ridiculous. I don't know if I really- A dollar ended for up. every smile? Well, there weren't a lot of pictures, but no, I mean, and he was there for a lucky the video is not on right now because I'm- I know your face is like, are you kidding? Yeah. No, or a thumbs up or something. But you know what? Here's the deal. I think as we're getting older and you have to let that go. And to put that control on your kid and to make your kid feel like I need to show that I'm actually happy in every single picture is a lot of pressure. Right. Because guess what? They may not be happy in every picture and it's okay to kind of be themselves. Right, because you have to struggle. Party camp is struggling. Absolutely. Party camp is like dealing with challenges. But you could put yourself in the like- if it's your first kid and they've never been away, like that's tough. And oh, so it's like, awful. Yeah, yeah. For the parents, so when you and, say goodbye and you're just hysterical. Right. So we try and provide that access and that level of information and accessibility if you need it. Oh yeah. And I mean, just full disclosure, we are a medication family and I was nervous about that piece um, with med management at camp and it was so easy. So that's I great. think that I, you guys are doing everything right to make the camp experience seamless and I know, like I said, he can't wait to get back. And our entire summer has been changed because of camp, which is great. And I never would have thought that we would be that family because a lot of our friends in the Northeast, their kids go to camp for eight weeks, but right. 
the Dallasy thing is just four weeks. Four weeks. But um, I think, look, he's learning a lot. He loves it. And I'm if he can turn out to be like you, we're in. Like me? <laughs> just like you. Oh, look at you. You're that's so the nicest thing. Just no, you're so you're just you've got it all together and you're good and you know what you want. At least externally. You're a kind person and um you're allowing children to just develop appropriately. So I think we fully support camp. Great. This is this is awesome. Okay. Thank um, you for having me. Thanks for coming on. This has been great. I loved it. Perfect. Yeah. What should we call it? Needs a good name. A rich you'll give us a name. Okay. That was so much fun. Thank you to everyone at On Air Media and Melissa especially. Don't forget to subscribe to the CampCast and visit us at campmenominee.com. For the love of camp, I'm Jason Falgraber. We will see you next time.